Hello there. Welcome back to Chat Shit, Get Fit, Chat with PTs. This is the series where we speak with health and fitness professionals from a wide range of backgrounds about a wide range of topics. This week, we are joined by British Army physical training instructor, Shannon Cruikshank. She's currently serving in the Royal Engineers, but is currently being used as a PTI in a training establishment, so essentially delivering physical training to Army recruits. We of course start off her top three gym pet peeves, ranking them using our coveted exclusive ranking system, but the meat of the episode is us exploring her story, finding out how she got to where she is today, as it's been a bit of a rocky road, which does lead us to some more serious conversation about her battles with mental health and alcohol. We also address the elephant in the room of her being a minority, a woman, in the army, and how that's affected her ability to not only stand out physically and become a physical training instructor, but just operating on a day-to-day basis in a male-dominated environment. We then finish with our secret questions, which is total fucking carnage this week, as in my wisdom, I decided to ask you guys on our Instagram, what question would you like us to ask this week's guest? And this was about providing any context to who the guest was. Yep. It went exactly how you'd think. Oh, and before we dive into this week's episode, there's a couple of things that come up in the episode you may not have heard of. So RFT and SCR, RFT stands for Roll Fitness Test, and that is the British Army's new fitness test that has a pass or fail and determines whether a soldier is deployable or not. And the SCR is the Soldier Conditioning Review, which is not pass or fail. We also mentioned the RAPTC and corpsmen. So a corpsman or a corpswoman is just someone who is serving in the RAPTC, which is the Royal Army Physical Training Corps. And these guys are responsible for the management, etc., of physical training in the army. Right, enough from me. Let's go. Good evening. Good evening. How are we doing? Very well. I'm good. Oh, another voice. Another voice again. We are back with another guest. Wowee. Exciting times. You had to listen to me and Tom drone on for the last two weeks, but this week we've got we've got a guest on, so thank yeah, God. Sorry anyway. About that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Right. Shannon, we're just gonna get straight into it because I've probably blabbed on in the intro, which has not been recorded yet. You know, telling people all about you, what the episode's gonna entail, all that, all that fun stuff. So we're gonna go straight into what people listen to this particular series for, and that is a bit of pet peeve chaos. So what we're gonna do is we wanna establish your top three gym pet peeves, but we are gonna rank these. And Tom, I'm turning to you, mate. Don't let me down. We are speaking to someone who's in the military, so don't be shy. Do your best. What scale we got this week? Well, yeah, usually when we have a when we have other guests on, specifically when we have like civvy guests on, we tend to uh, tone it down a little no, bit. Not we, but there'll be do. none of that you tonight. Do. I don't do there'll that. Be none of that tonight. Well, <laughs> I do. I try to be. I try to be polite, but uh, you know, sod it. Um, so when it comes to things like exercise and physical activity, we tend to use something called the RPE scale, which is rate of perceived exertion, which means uh, on a scale of one to ten, one being very easy and ten being well ridiculously hard to failure, so to speak. When it comes to gym pet peeves, me and Bill like to rate things on the RPC scale, which stands for Rate of Perceived Country, which basically means on your scale of pet peeves, one is like, that's not cunty at all. That's actually quite normal. And 10 is, well, that is, that is mega cuntish. That is like, yeah, that, that is death penalty amount of uh, peeving going on there. So uh, feel free to swear at any point during this, Shannon, as you can tell. Kind of, uh, that did give it away. <laughs> Are we taking it in turns? No, it's just you. You're all, all three from you. Shall oh, this is all you. It's oh, all you. This is, this, this, this oh, is all you. People not clearing up like their weights or their sweat off off 
like the bars. That's yeah, ten, ten, next one, ten, next gym. one, yeah, yeah, ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on the phone more than they're actually their working set. That's also oh, that's a, quite annoying. That's interesting. Yeah, Tom, what do you think about that one, Tom? Have we had done before? I'm not sure if we had done before actually. Well, I'm still going to rate the, uh, you know, not putting stuff away because it's always an awful one. Straight away, that is an instant 10. Yeah. Uh, in this day and age, how like anyone can get away with just leaving their shit out and walking away from it is an absolute, yeah, it's, it's just disaster, isn't it? I took my nephew to the gym for the first time ever oh, yeah. last that? week. Yeah, we survived and we put our stuff away. That's the main <laughs> thing. And that's yeah. it. Like uh, the first thing I said to him was like, look, as long as you put your shit away, no one's going to be looking at you or caring what you're doing. As long as you just put your stuff away, you're in a, you're off to a good start. So, uh, yeah, that's an instant 10. Yeah, the other fun. one, phones, this one I feel a bit more difficult with. I'm going to, I'm going to give this a six because I'm neutral with it. There are people that will take their, that do take the piss on their phones on certain machines or free weights or in the squat rack or any kind of equipment. But it's, this is the the double edged sword of technology, isn't it? Where like a lot of people are like filling in their programs now, or they're trying to get their hypes on on Spotify and stuff like that. But you know, you do you you are well aware when someone's definitely taking the piss. It doesn't take you know three minutes to fill in a cell on Google Sheets. Yeah, but it's the half hearted effort on their working sets, and then they go back to their phone, so you, you can kind of pinpoint who's actually. Oh doing that type of stuff and who's not you're a proper people watcher aren't you Shannon I can imagine you sit at the corner of the gym oh, like, yeah. <laughs> on the stairmaster <laughs> watching everyone no. yeah oh, I love it yeah um, yeah I mean depending on the context if they're clearly taking the piss and they're doing fuck all in the gym then yeah that's probably about seven or eight yeah. but I think if they're just you know most people maybe you know, maybe you've caught them at the wrong time maybe they're just at the start of their five minutes rest period between a, a 90% yeah, deadlift so I've you might, you might have caught them at the wrong time yeah, you've looked at the wrong point. So in that case, it's got to be a, it's got to be a five. It's got to be a neutral one, I think. Yeah, but yeah, context. Especially if you're like one. a powerlifter, what else are you going to do with oh, that? Oh god, yeah. Rest. <laughs> yeah, it's getting longer. Between your yeah. free reps. <laughs> so we've had to clean out the mess. Phones. Half reps. Oh, ego lifters. Oh, okay. Oh, half reps and ego lifters. Yeah, wow. I, I yeah. hate it more than anything. Where obviously being a woman. Men like to mm. show off when someone's like when oh, a woman yeah, okay. comes by, so they <laughs> we go. put more weight on the bar, but they certainly can't lift it in the right way. Ah, oh, yeah, okay. I think ego lifting. I think the thing with ego lifting is you could say, oh, you know, it's oh, harmless, sorry, it's harmless, but it. it oh, all right, I'll, I'll stop, Thomas. Fine, mate. We will just pause podcast for you, mate. Sorry, Shanna. <laughs> right. Is he all right? I was having a conversation. I don't know. Sorry, I misplaced my son's gla- uh, glasses. <laughs> you misplaced your son's glasses. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, sorry. <laughs> you, sorry, sorry you about misplaced that. That's right, mate. That's fine, yeah. <laughs> anyway, as, as, as I was saying, ego lifting, normally me and Tom are a bit more soft on this. We'd be like, you know, it's not harming anyone. But ego lifting, you know, there's potential to do some damage for themselves there, isn't there? Because they're lifting probably yeah. too much and they're they're ready for. They're probably going way above just for a bit, a bit of showing off. So, yeah. And then obviously half reps, well, that's just, um, yeah, once again. I think they go into one, really. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they normally are. Yeah, because to be fair, when you see people like go for like heavy squats on Instagram and stuff and they're doing like half reps, you're like, oh, come on. They're not even breaking the parallel. Yeah, and they're calling it a PB. Yeah. Tom, what yeah. are you thinking? You look like you're deep in thought there, mate. Um, I, I'm a bit more neutral when it comes to stuff like this because what, ego I don't it? know if there's a... No, no, like <laughs> let's say uh, half repping, for example. Okay. I don't know if there's a reason if they're half repping for a particular reason, like it could be to do with some form of rehabilitation or it could be where they're new to movement. So 
mobility, flexibility and confidence in getting to low and such like a squat, etc., is going to be changing at first anyway. Another thing is we've actually got like a fair bit of evidence now to show that like in particular hypertrophy, as long as muscle is at full length, you can still kind of get gains through uh, half ripping anyway. However, saying that, it is annoying when someone says to me, oh, I can lift this much. And then when I actually see the actual rep itself, it's yeah. like, are you going to come back and finish the rest of it tomorrow? Or like, yeah. Yeah, that's where it comes into the ego lift. Yeah, it's, it's looking far too deep, aren't you, Tom? Fucking hell, mate. Half rappers get in the bin. I Ten. know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying to be devil's advocate. <laughs> what do you mean? Valid points, but yeah, yeah. it's the yeah. ego lifting that comes with the mm. half reps. Yeah, yeah. So if someone says, I can squat 200 and they can't even full rep, full range of movement to call it a squat, that's, oh, really, if, yeah. that's what bugs me. It's even worse in a competition when you're like competing and you just see some judge just completely ignoring like loads Ooh, of half reps. Ignore it's it. Oh. Infuriating. It's like they're clearly fucking half repping, no rep them, and they just don't do it. And you're like, uh-huh. well, what's the fucking oh. point? Particularly in like powerlifting with like the bench press, there's a bit of controversy around this at the moment. Oh, they're changing um, yeah. the rules, yeah. You know, like uh, where like it, it, traditionally with powerlifting, the bench press becomes more of a. Uh, sorry, my desk is falling apart on me. It becomes more of like a flexibility contest where they have like an insane crazy arch, which I don't really have an issue with. But when like the ROM on the actual like elbows is like half a centimetre, it's like, is it technically that impressive? They've just recently changed the rules on that, haven't they now? Where like uh, you've now got to get your elbows parallel with your shoulders or lower. So that's going to create a shitstorm. It'll be fun to see how that goes down in the next coming year. There you go. Pet peeve chaos is done. Hopefully you've enjoyed that. It's always good fun. going to get into your journey now okay so i've probably given people a little bit of background but just a little bit of a recap you are currently a pti serving in the royal engineers the british army um but if we're going to rewind because to get there you said it's been a bit of a bit of a long road um and i suppose it does a bit of a bumpy road we'll we'll come on to that of course but i suppose it makes sense because when i looked into it obviously i did a bit of stalking that's what we do we you know we stalk any potential guests we get we we get deep into it (laughs) it sounds a bit bit intrusive but it is what it is um and it does make sense why you might have done the pti course sooner because i saw you got best pt during basic training Mm. wow we i mean that's a that's a huge accolade, isn't it so what i want to know is how did you manage that like what you know to get to that level what were you doing before what were you doing during like what what, how did it look before i just went to the gym and i loved running and i just had a massive interest i've always had an interest in like sports and stuff i was always Mm. like the tomboy but i actually lost fitness in phase one because the pt was so bone and like going back to basics like how to squat how to lunge how to press up so i actually lost the fitness managed to obviously keep the running and stuff but obviously over time the endurance has got a lot better but uh yeah during phase one definitely lost fitness you lost it yeah i've heard of a few people say that to be fair because i mean i suppose they've got they've got a cater to the lowest denominator haven't they like Everyone. the person who's got the lowest fitness yeah so if you go in as an absolute athlete then you, you know, there's no real, there's no time to do your own training either is there and you're not even allowed to really are you so it's kind of difficult no you're so. not allowed to when i went through you weren't even allowed to go to the gym in your own time i think i think it's all changed now i'm unsure really um but yeah i was i wouldn't call myself like i'm a lot fitter now than i was yeah massively well, i don't know that the the, uh, the medal says otherwise, Shannon. Best PT. Well, we're yeah, best. Is that front? Got to be front and center, surely. Surely it's got to be hanging up somewhere. And you're always a reminder. 
phase one <laughs> absolutely true yeah, but it's, it's in a box somewhere to be fair i don't know it's sort of oh god disgraceful um what sort of stuff are you doing before you said you went to the gym and that and you're into sports what was the sort of sport you did when you were growing up is there any one particular sport or? so yeah i was always, i've always been into running so i always like raced um when i was at school and stuff i always did like relay so 400 meter relay 400 meters is my race um for athletics um and then i kind of did some football but I didn't get in, into it too much. But I was just always the one playing sports and outside, like riding bikes and getting hurt, just being a chuck kid, really. Being yeah, sure. active. Do you remember your mile and a half time? When I, yeah, actually, I do. It's quite embarrassing. So when I did my selection, it was 11.20. Okay. And then when I was in my first phase two, I got obviously sub 10 because there was 300 club. Oh, okay, yeah. That was the thing. That's 40 minutes faster than mine. 40? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> <I> hope not. <laughs> yeah, mine's more of a date <laughs> than a time. <laughs> yes, because I suppose at, at that time, the standards were different, weren't they, for, for men and women? I can't remember exactly what it was. What, yeah, what was yeah. it? Was it was, what was it? Was it 11.30 I think for it was women? 13 10, 30 minutes. 30, 13? Yeah, yeah. 10, what, 4? Oh, is this for 300 Club? No, just for the um, just for the standard, like basic for men and women. Back for the, yeah, it was 13 minutes or 12 or 13 minutes to do mile and a half wow. um, and obviously press-ups and sit-ups. 21 press-ups, 50 sit-ups, I think it was for the PFA. Yeah, that's quite a, quite a big difference because if we look at it now, which I'm sure we're going to discuss a bit, is that it's now obviously all the same across the board. Um, and I suppose we should address the elephant in the room, being a female in the British Army. People do have lots to say on this matter. There's lots of rumble, especially from armchair supporters, you know, people who maybe were in the serving in the 1920s. They like to pipe up a little bit. Um, so I think, what, what is your point of view from an actual woman of serving? So being in the military is it's quite difficult um, just because, especially engineers, uh, where I was in a, my previous cap badge, it was, I was in the Royal Military Police. That was quite female heavy. So in the engineers, you're on your own most of the time, on courses, on your own, you're the only female so it is quite lonely in that aspect but if you are a fit female you do get looked at quite positively um because it does take a lot more graft for a woman to get as as like as fit as as an average bloke so you do have to work twice as hard and you don't necessarily get the trust so if you were choose uh, there to be chosen as a team they would all pick all the men first and then you'd be the last choice do you have any rumblings? Because like you said, if you do well physically as a woman, you get looked at differently. Do, do blokes ever have like a a negative look at that maybe? Because they might think, oh, she's only getting looked at that way because she's a woman. Yeah, all the time. All the time. All the time. It's, okay. I, don't, I don't think it will ever change. Uh, they are trying to change the uh, the stigma and they are trying to change uh, the negative uh, output. But uh, I don't think it ever will because, I don't know, it's been like it for time yeah. since before we were a thing yeah before yeah mm. have they ever made anything easier do you think has there ever been a time where on like honestly they've made things easier just because there's been females around uh no they've actually most of the time make it harder so the female like for example uh p company is a is probably a good one to look at they will not saying uh, all these stuff but they will beast everyone else so the female will give up and then obviously, because it's men of war, they want to keep that image. So they, they make, it make it a little bit more harder. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm like, it's a challenge, let's go. 
because uh, I'm sure it was, wasn't it quite recently? I don't say recently, I can't remember now, but was, there was a woman who did pass out, wasn't there? An officer, I think it wasn't at P Company. Yeah. It was like a big, years, huge deal, it was, wasn't um, it? Yeah, massive. She, she passed a couple of years ago. I think she's the only female to have mm. passed it. It was an aspiration of mine, but now I'm not in a PID. There's no point because you don't get the extra money. So, oh, yeah, the, jump, really yeah to... the jumps pay. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I don't want to really risk the injury because of future aspirations. It's not worth it. Just want to clarify, her name was Rosie Wild, first woman to That's pass All one. Arms P Company. There you go. I remember that. All I remember was that she was blonde. I don't know why I remember that. It must have clashed with the beret, but like. I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I think she was gingery blonde. Oh, no, strawberry ah, blonde. Yeah. There we go. Strawberry yeah. blonde. We don't want to get cancelled. Strawberry blonde, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, don't yeah, get cancelled, yeah. Absolute machine. I do actually remember now, and I was all about it, them saying how they were just kept making it harder and harder, hoping that she would fail. She'd, yeah, she'd give up. Yeah, and obviously she didn't. She just kept going, and then um, obviously um, the thing is, there probably was blokes who failed who probably normally wouldn't have failed if they didn't make it harder for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is uh, interesting, I suppose. But I mean, it just goes to show, doesn't it? But I think for a woman, we have, especially in situations like that, we're there, kind of not necessarily to prove a point to everyone else, but we want to be there to prove that we are good enough. So for a bloke, it would be just be like, yeah, you're fit enough, well done. For a woman, it's like, oh, let's see what you can do. And it's kind of a point to prove, isn't it? Just from a, like fitness aside, how is it just like operating day to day as a woman? Because I mean, obviously when, when I was in, there was lots of, um, maybe we'll go into it, but people always make comments. And, you know, if a, if a woman turns up to a new unit, fucking everyone gets excited. And a lot of people start making comments straight away. Oh, They've already the got re- People don't even know their reputations requests. and stuff. <laughs> really? Friend requests? Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, before you even rock up. So when I, before my, my first unit in the engineers, um, before I even got there, I had friend requests. Uh, some people are pesty. Some people have never worked with a woman. Um, like the old school people, like the higher ranks um in the engineers especially because it's someone we are a minority i've dealt with it for my whole career so i don't really it doesn't really bother me i like the banter it's just get amongst it get get involved get the right mindset thick skinned attitude i think that's the way forward especially from yeah the, the, the shit storms that caught because you're right it's a very male dominated cat badge engineers and you literally like if you're if you're a woman and you I don't know you look at another bloke there's about fifteen thousand rumours which get sent around the entire core oh yeah um, and uh, and you just go along with it because at the end of the day you know the truth if things get made up it's just like I know that I'm innocent so it doesn't bother me I'm not going to let it interrupt my life because there's yeah. bigger fish to fry at the end of the day Tom you still there mate yeah can I can hear, hear him but I can't see him. Yeah, that's fine. They've just automatically, yeah, they've they've turned it off because of your uh, internet. Apparently, it doesn't really matter. Still, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to start fucking about turning the camera on and off in case it does that thing again. You had the audacity to slate my internet to start as well, Tom. Cheeky little fucker. Sorry, mate. Mine is fine here. It's, it's your end. Don't blame me, mate. This is a this north is north no, I can't me. see you either. <laughs> so, oh, what, brilliant! One set. Let quickly. Oh, anyone, fantastic. There right, you go. How's yeah. that? Oh, that's back in. Back in. Nearly. Back in, Tom. Right? Halfway. Nearly. Am I in? I mean, it's, the screen's just cleared. You're both gone. Are oh, you both back? Oh, there we both go. Back. We're both back. There you go. <laughs> I love technical difficulties. Mate, it's the magic of the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> mate. I didn't say anything. Mine. <laughs> God, obviously, the army's got no, good, this good is Bill's wifi. issue. This is Bill's fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. for God's sake, Tom. Over a nightmare. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I don't don't know fucking keep blaming me. Didn't me. Nothing. Let's <laughs> keep blaming me. Yeah, classic. Yeah. Take ownership. That's right. I'll just edit all this out. <laughs> I'll be the innocent party. This never happened. I was never getting blamed. It's fine. Right. 
Anyway. <laughs> it's that fucking wallpaper. The Wi-Fi can't handle it. Like, can't, trying can't to find ha- the pixels. Can't handle my, <laughs> my new backdrop. Can't, can't handle it. The ambience. Jesus. It reminds me of a, there's a song. A song? Oh, I know what you're on about. Uh, it's the, oh, somebody that you, I used to know. Yeah, somebody used to know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, if you get a house. green screen like me, you could actually blend <laughs> in like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Do you know it. what? That's been doing my fucking head. I've been trying to think of what does that remind yeah, me of. That is it. That's what it is. There you go, Bill. Something you could do for your YouTube. Yeah, I know. Yeah, fucking hell. Just start singing. Oh, God, that would go down well. Right, anyway. Uh, we'll move on next part where was i right let me keep okay um so shannon we did speak about how you eventually became a pti so what i really want to dive into now yeah. um how much you want to get into is what held you back because when i look at the language you use when you talk about when you pass a course and after the stuff you sort of use language such as a lot of growth bouncing back you know after making some personal mistakes so kind of what what happened there oh god um so obviously as i said earlier i was in the military police um I got into a really bad spiral down well, of de- like depression and mental health uh, and I excessively drank. Uh, I neglected myself uh, and my... I was always into fears, so I still kept really fit, but uh, I found that the core was very toxic and singled me out, so it didn't let me go on any courses, like PTI course, uh, my CP course, knowing that I was the fittest female in the company, which all my SJARs, um, said uh, that was better than the full screws during work. So during work and uh, PT and stuff, I was amazing. Like I was top of my uh, top of the lunch shacks, obviously better than some of the full screws. And uh, yeah, outside of work, when I started to drink, uh, that's when I got into trouble. Uh, got into trouble with the police, um, and then yeah, so I, I got demoted, and then had to transfer over. So. Th- I'm three years behind where I should be uh, in terms of uh, army wise, uh, rank right, uh, yeah, rank wise and S jars. I've lost a few S jars, so I'm gapped a couple years. So yeah, it's a bit a bit of a mental roller coaster. So that's why it took so long. I mean, you say uh, you use the word self-inflicted on one of your posts, but it's, if you're obviously going through stuff, alcohol is just a coping mechanism for obviously deeper. Uh, issues what was there was there no support during during that time for you because they kind of I, I i did try get support from my training command i informed them i told them that i was going to go to the med center and then i went to i tried dcmh uh, which is the army medical health service uh did absolutely everything and it's, and the rmp just still chose to ignore that there was a problem uh they've mm. also done this with a fellow friend of mine who's transferred to the um, Queen Elizabeth Medical um, to be a mental health nurse. They've done exactly the same with her. So I thought they'd learn from what they did to me, but they haven't. It's just a repetitive pattern, unfortunately. But yeah, there is no support. There was no support. There might be. It might be different now, but this was 2016, 2017. And we've actually spoken about something similar, Bill, haven't we, where we've kind of said uh, in regards to the army in particular, I want to say the military, but... I've only got experience with the army. With the army, at least, it does seem that mental health is just a buzzword. So it's all very well making social media posts about it, having briefings on it. But on a grassroots level, if they're not actually doing much to help you, it's what's the point? It's just watering down another term, isn't it? Yeah. And it is is sad. It's it's terrible. Um, But it's it's the army. (laughs) 
is what it is, sadly. I don't, I don't want to make it assumptions either because I think the other person you spoke about, I think they're, they're a female as well, aren't they? So do you reckon it's something to do with being a woman as well? Is there maybe some of that there potentially? Uh, I guess I guess actually, yeah. It's, I, it's probably a harder, more lonelier, obviously male-dominant environment. You're always going to be categorised and people are always going to say stuff about you, which is, which is probably false most of the time. Um, but yeah, so it probably, yeah probably has a massive impact being a woman because it is lonely it is you're a minority regardless of what where you are it's still not right for them to, to, to sort of turn it away though is it i don't know what they can do to help there's so many there's lots of things now so where i am currently there's a social women's network team and everyone can go uh, on to the i think it's a facebook page and they can all chat via that so there are ways that they're dealing with it now a lot better than it was a couple of years ago but um it's obviously there's always room for improvement um just to make especially girls 18 19 joining the army that's when i joined at 18 years old i didn't have a clue about life really with all the changes that have been happening quite dramatically in the past couple of years with the army um i mean compared to when you first joined up do you feel like things have got better from a female perspective in regards to like being seen as like one of the boys and fitting in etc or the support network you get the support network massively yeah because there's a lot more people especially women that are willing to help and uh, of all ranks as well so it's not just juniors it's it's not just the um the, the newbies in the army it's also officers that are, that are helping out and they're, they're massive for it and the ocs and the ceos of most regiments are game for helping out the females in the british army on the hand of fitting in with the blokes and stuff i don't think it will ever change you're not you're not a lad you're not one of the lads like you can act like it you can be there but you you aren't you're not the same unfortunately i don't think it will ever change but that's just my opinion it's not a fact don't take offense anyone please because no i think I you're, you're right because there's there's like that whole thing isn't it of how men and women can't really be friends when I mean, you can be friends like a little bit but they said you can never really be friends because people just get attached and then it just causes like especially in a military environment where things can get quite close you get very close and personal very yeah, very close. intense at times um i can imagine that causes i mean from your experience if you found it's maybe caused some rifts maybe some sort of tension within like sections and troops and stuff or so f- individually i i try to keep work life and personal life completely separate because mm. i've made the mistake where i've shat where i ate um <laughs> And it obviously caused a little bit, not necessarily conflict, but it, it does have an effect. So having like a, that personal relationship so close to home, I just think it does get in the way of things. But for me, I do not let my sex, my relationships get in the way of work anymore because I feel like I'm at the age now where it's like, come on, we're doing a job now. Let's get to work and be professional in that way. Speaking of work, you're, you're now a PTI, which is something you've obviously wanted to do for a long time. Um, so, how's that experience been since you uh, since you qualified? Is that, is that what you do? what is your is that your job now? Where you work in the gym now? Yeah, so I'm at a phase two uh, in the engineers. So uh, I love it, absolutely love it. Um, I've only been here a couple of months, so it was I, was I was quite fortunate. I did my class one course and then came posted straight here. So I've absolutely love it. Seeing people progress. And doing the job itself day in, day out is the tick in the box for me. Keeps the cell going, you know? 
Yeah, is that Chatham you're in now? Is it? No, I'm at uh, Minley. Uh, oh, you're Minley. Oh, okay, okay. So we've had people come on and talk about. Well, we, we've spoke about it before about people coming through training. Okay, like you know, engineers and stuff. What have you? What would be your opinion on people saying, "Oh, they're getting the quality is you know shit. They're, they're the soldiers coming through less fit, and when they turn up to unit, they're you know an absolute mess." What, what's been your experience? Obviously, it's been a couple of months, but I. It depends. It one. It depends on the individual. If the individual wants to get better, they will. If the individual wants to get fitter, they will. They will put the effort in. Um, we see it coming from phase one. Some of them are absolutely dog shit. Whereas some of them are actually, they have so much potential when they excel. The the fizz here is we're changing the PT program. So there's more and uh, there's structure. So you get your deloads at the relevant places, especially being engineers where you're on that bridging week. You don't want to go into your overtraining and go into that overtraining arch. You don't want to uh, kind of fatigue them on a fifth session, whereas that might cause injury on a bridge site. Um, but again, that's the question. I just think it's down to the individual. The PT is good here uh, and it is structured. So you've got the pool, you've got the area, you've got the hills. Oh, it's mega. So I just think it's down to the individual. The facilities there are unbelievable. Um like the gym there is really good. Every time I've, you know, when oh, I, I used it. to go there, it was really good. And I think you're right. It's a lot of, there's a lot of individual. It's hard though, isn't it? Because surely there's got to be some self pride there and some sort of external motivation for them to to push themselves there. But like, because you can't really, you can't force them, I suppose. But it's got to be some accountability there, isn't there? Like, I don't. That's it. That's it. And I think I think the new generation they're just gamers. So they finish work and they get their free time and they just game or eat or. I don't know, just they're not active. It's a different day and age. It's mental. And obviously we've got the new fitness tests. Um, do you think they could do with making that harder maybe? Would that maybe give some of these people a bit more of a push? So I think I think the RFT should change for a woman because mm. I see so many recruits here because uh, it's 40 kilos, so it's like the max weight that you can do for some reason here. And they're struggling with the hips and like the, the, the time and making that time on that 2K run with 25 kilos on their back. When we went through training, we had that progression and we only did an AFT with, what, 18 kilos, 20 kilos? Yeah, it's nothing, is it? yeah 20 so kilos. Now yeah. You're, yeah, so now you're adding five kilos on top of that, making them run, and therefore you're injuring, like women's hips are completely different to a man's hips. We are completely built differently. So I think in that aspect, the uh, RFT should be changed. But the SCR, obviously, that's the uh, the other fitness test. I, f- I, think, it, I think it is good because it has that power force. But I think there should be a pass or fail because at the end of the day, it's now an assessment. It's not a pass or fail test. I did always think it was w- weird how the uh, they knew the RFT was coming. Uh, a lot of units knew that the RFT was coming. But they did nothing to really. This is my experience, at least. I didn't know anyone that really like scaled their PTIs or like their um, their fizz to actually match the new RFT. It just came out of nowhere, and suddenly it was oh, this is what we now got to do. It seemed like the the PTI was just like the PT was just very similar to you know the old eight miler, basically, as if he was just preparing for that, and then suddenly it just changed overnight. Even though he had all this time to prepare for it coming, and I think. Uh, from what I've kind of been hearing with the people I'm still in contact with, is that it's still kind of the same where people aren't proper, where the PTs are not, well, there's no like proper program designed yet where people can prepare 
their troops for the RFT itself. It's almost like we're still stuck, even though like a let's say like phase one establishments like Purple, obviously they've had like a whole overhaul with their um, their PT hall, etc. But it's like the actual the actual program in itself is still stuck in its old ways. It's a bit weird. That depends on the core man. You know, I think it does that lots of pain because yeah. the person who programs is, is the core man or core woman, everyone will say it. But um, and they obviously decide the program. But when everyone's sending from a different hymn sheet. Yeah, and that's the thing, isn't it? I know they go off, they, they have something to go off, like a main, like the whole program. There is something they are all supposed yeah, to like go off. But, like every- yeah, yeah, but I think they obviously, there is, there is room for a bit of a change there. So some of them depend, and always it depends on your PTRs as well. They're the ones delivering the sessions. If they are like shit at the RFT themselves, <laughs> they're, not, they're not probably going to take a session based on the RFT or if they have no idea, you know, if they've not been on an uptake or something or been on a course to, because a lot of them, they might have been a PTR years ago. So they might have not done any um, specific training for it. And just to add on, on to that, it is definitely down to your core man. Because um, if you've got a lazy core man that doesn't have any impact or input on the PTIs to make sure they're in order and doing the right job and doing what they need to be doing, then the PTIs just go rogue and do what they want. Um, and that is obviously causing Ew. people <laughs> to not. Sorry, can you hear the dog? Here, I can feel him through my feet. <laughs> feel him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he's a little pig. Um, That's all right. We've got a fourth guest. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ronnie. Now, um, yeah, I just think it's, it's setting up people for failure, setting people up for failure. And it's a shame because we're up here with the RFT. The women, are, we're just losing a lot more women because they can't carry the weight. I mean, I noticed that on, um, I've noticed it with the bag as well, the 110 kilo drag. I was on my PTI course, I know there was a few struggled on that because you've got a bit quicker, haven't you, on the PTI course compared to like normal. Yeah, 60, uh, 60 seconds. Yeah, so it's obviously 110 kilos, which is a lot of a lot of weight to drag if you're, you know, if you're smaller smaller built so 60 um, kilo trick yeah yeah trying to trying to do that it's um it's interesting but i suppose it's it's part of the it's part of the job and it makes it, make, it does make sense like a casualty extraction like the specific specificity behind it but yeah it's maybe there needs to be more emphasis on preparing people for it I yeah it's just hoping for the best exactly that and i th- i understand the specificity for it is that the right word um and i get that obviously we we're, we're in the man's world but if you compare your the normal person and then a female, that like the normal bloke and a female, the standards are completely different. We have to work a lot harder to even meet a normal person's standards, a normal man's standards, should I say. So it is it is it's a difficult one. And you could argue as well the whole future future soldier, more digital soldier, they're trying to make trying to take it to the future, like you, you could be losing some really good women who have got really good smarts upstairs who can do can help with this new future soldier stuff, but they're being let down because they can't carry a 110 kilo drag bag, even though when's the next time we're going to be boots on the ground? Probably not for a very, very, very long time if, you know, in our lifetime. So it's uh, potentially losing some good people. Why play this whole thing about fight light as well? Yeah, fight oh, light. Yeah, that's that what I've fucking... known. So <laughs> yeah. my whole career, I've been fight light. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, that's a nightmare. That's a lot of yeah. bollocks, isn't it? Fight light. <laughs> Fucking hell, where's these quad bikes I've been talking about? <laughs> I can't remember who it was, but uh, someone actually posted like an infographic a while ago where it's like, actually, even though we've had this whole thing about, oh, don't worry, like with technology, we're going to be able to fight light. We're going to have all this load bearing, you know, equipment, etc. But it's just like over time, from the fucking legionaries through World War Two up until now, like things have just got heavier and heavier. <laughs> yeah, for you, going yeah. Back. It's, it's yeah. going somewhere. It's just going backwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh dear. Right. Um, just to wrap up that little segment there, Shannon, what would you say your favourite and your least favourite part of being a PTI is? My favourite part is seeing the progression. So seeing them from when they start to what you can teach them and seeing how they progress over weeks, months, etc. how long you've got that person for. Uh, that's probably my favourite because there's a sense of achievement there, like you've done your job. And I like that. That's that's why, obviously, you go to work every day because you want that sense of achievement. Uh, my least favourite, not being able to just, I don't know, get, not necessarily angry, but use the right mental resilience training to get to people to kind of access that their, their weak spots to make them stronger and more robust yeah. mentally. So what you're saying is you can't, you can't shout at recruits, is what you're saying? No, you can't, can't do that anymore. Them. You're not allowed. Can't tell them off. Not allowed. Oh, there's got to be a yes. It's, I don't know. We'll leave it to the people in charge, eh? Before everyone gets in trouble. Yeah. Well, not me and Tom, but you maybe. I don't. Depends <laughs> you listen. Depends you listen to this podcast. We've got quite a few military <laughs> listeners, so there might be someone high up somewhere listening, going, "Fucking who's this?" Yeah, who's this I was say, That's why I said mental resilience training. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably gonna <laughs> yeah. get in trouble. Political, oh, well. political answer. Um, if we if we now fast forward a little bit, we'll go to the future, Shannon. Um, you've competed in Army Athletics, British Army Warrior Fitness. You've done a half marathon, I saw. You've done basically quite a lot of stuff. Um, you know, numerous co- CrossFit competitions, etc. Um, so the question is, what's next? What's in what's in your mind in terms of sporting things? So I've got a few things on the agenda, but I don't really. So I'm quite a what's the word I'm looking for? I think there's too many evil eyes in the world. Uh, so people that might be either jealous or vindictive or malicious and wish bad upon people. Uh, so I try not to tell people what's next. I just rather do it. But I have got a few more comps, um, a few more athletics next year. That stuff's still going to happen. And then hopefully a few new things going to come out of the woodworks. But I don't really like to reveal too much. Because I don't want to no, get jinxed. Oh, no podcast exclusive, Shannon. No, oh. I can't. I can't. Oh, God. But there are good things coming. There are oh, good coming. oh, God. Never mind. Oh, very vague, very vague. Speaking of athletics, though, I saw you went to uh, the Portugal training camp, which I'm very, very jealous of because I was meant to go to the one a couple of years ago, whenever it was, but then fucking COVID happened and it cancelled it. And I was really oh, upset. Yeah, I wanted to go to Portugal and run around it, track, Honestly, it was mega. Yeah. You would have loved it. It was very warm. I was hoping you said shit. <laughs> But the Army <laughs> Athletics team are actually going to Australia in February next year. So we're we're oh, going over sake. there. Cool. So yeah, I feel so. you got out of the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going no, mate, mate. <laughs> Shut myself in the foot here. Rejoin. Can you rejoin? I've, I've Probably not. Probably fall out, though. <laughs> don't tempt him. <laughs> yeah, not, not, the shit be, not the shit we've been selling on this podcast. They won't have, they won't have you back. They won't have you back. Um, but yeah, <laughs> never mind, eh? Portugal sounds good. I mean, that's a good thing, isn't it, about the army? People don't think about Like, if you get into sports, there's some really good opportunities, isn't there, to do stuff? Honestly, I keep saying this to the recruits as well. Use the army wisely. There's so much to offer. And, and another example is the learning credits. Like £180 every year to pay for some courses. And you get it for free. So you use the army for what they offer and try and get what you can. In terms of career move, you said you don't want to, you know, reveal too much, but you've already changed cap badges once. So the question is, is the RAPTC an option? Are you going to transfer to the PT Corps? So it was, it was an option. Well, it was. It was oh, an okay. option, but I've been put off what, oh, by oh, a certain sh- individual that I worked with, but I just... What, your core, what, your core man? No, 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 not the core, not the core, well, one of the core men, but uh, 
Oh, honestly. But the new one now is like, I can't fault him. But yeah, the one prior, I genuinely... Go on, you have to tell us some names. Not now, after, when we finish recording, tell us a name because we might know them. And I'd, I'd, I'd make me so excited if we knew them. Like, oh. Oh, I think you <laughs> oh can God. probably guess. <laughs> oh, 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 my mind's yeah, going. No, it was, it was on the agenda. Oh. But I just, but I, I do think, I think there's more than the PT core because I can do the PT core stuff on Civvy Street without without the bullshit. Yeah, without the bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, going on that, that six-month course and putting yourself through stress. So, so what, what are your plans then, going forward? Just get uber fit. Just really, really fit. Really good at navving. Uh, <laughs> Pretty good. And, oh, yeah. Really fit and good at navving? Is that, is that a commando course I'm hearing? Yeah. Oh, there, oh, oh is no, that, no. Is, oh, no. Oh, okay. Well. Engineer, engineers, commandos and peer company. To be fair, you've got to be fit if you get lost enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Got you end up backtracking a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, nav and fitness is my priority. Just I want to be an absolute machine more right. so than I'm I'm narrowing this down. We've got now. So it's not commando, not P company, we've got SRR. Is that an option? Oh, oh see like, I'm I'm see like, I'm I'm good at this, aren't I? Maybe I should join SRR. Fucking absolute operator. <laughs> but no, uh, There's yeah. not much left really. No, there's not. Yeah, if you're good at navigating and you fit, yeah, underwater pretty... flamethrower operator. Oh, underwater. That sounds good. That sounds like a bit of me. Oh, diver. The mess tin repair unit. That one. Yeah. So yeah, that that could be on the cards, but. What mess tin? What mess tin repair unit? <laughs> <laughs> We'll keep this. Uh, we'll keep the fun train going, Shannon. Because what we're going to do is we're going to go into the final part of the show, which is secret questions. Now, this is where it gets a bit chaotic because I'll have a look at these. We basically what we've done this week is we've asked our Instagram followers without any context to who you are. We, I literally said no context. What question do you want us to ask this week's guest? And we got a few. We got a few crackers. Uh, I said I was going to ask them, so we're going to ask them anyway. Okay. Uh, uh, brace yourself. Okay. I know you can take this. You know, a military woman. Okay. You can take. You can take the banter. Right. Let's get these up then. So. I was going to say, there's lots of banter, it's fine. Right, this first one, I don't want to fucking read it out because I think it's very... The, the, the reason they've asked this is probably taking the piss, but they're only even going to say it's because it's Pete. He's one of our patrons, so I, I feel like I have to ask it. But he's asking, what do you think of Bill's acting? Now... Bill's acting? Yeah. <laughs> he's obviously having a... Right, you obviously might not be aware. So I've, I've got a few few videos out. I'll do a few little little clips here and there, a little, few little skits taking the piss out of things. And I, I think... Oh, a shameless plug. <laughs> I, well, yeah, shameless plug, right. Well, apparently it's, it, apparently it's not shameless plug. Your Instagram videos. Well, I do. I'll put them on YouTube, but yeah, I'll do clips on Instagram sometimes. But uh, by the looks of it, Pete's not impressed. Pete's not impressed with my... Yeah, yeah. My abilities that no. tended to be different people. Well, apparently he's not, Pete. I mean... I don't think any of us are. I don't... Well, I, mean, I, I think... loves a trier. Well, exactly, yeah. I mean, I've been told I play a very good woman. That's all I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I've had some positive feedback. So, Ooh, yeah, you should have dressed. Yeah, I should. No, I've got. I'll get the Hawaiian shirts. We've got See, to work I'll, on our weaknesses, you know. We have to, <laughs> Tom, what's so funny, mate? Don't you <laughs> now I know what I want for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck off! <laughs> but Pete, mate, if you're going to keep with that, keep up that tone, mate. I don't want you being a patron. <laughs> you can you can unsubscribe, mate. All right, if you're going to start making comments like that, okay. <laughs> put, a lot of, put a lot of work into those videos, right? <laughs> nah, it's all good. Um, you have to get back to us on that show. You have to watch a few and then get back to us. But uh, we'll move on to the next one. We'll, we'll get um, yeah, next yeah. one right. What's it? Okay, this is a very strange one. This one's from one of your clients, Tom Fern. Right. 
I don't even know what to say. Right, okay, so... Okay. Right, listening closely. Thanks for keeping the names anonymous, by the way. Don't give a fuck, mate. They, got, <laughs> they, they, they know we always call them out. Right. <laughs> if you had to choose between these animals, if you had to choose between these animals, what would you be? A tortoise? A snapping, a snapping turtle? Or a sea turtle? <laughs> I'm really not sure what the... <laughs> How you can make a decision on that? So I'd say sea turtle, because right. then you, you're far away from people. Oh, okay. I like it. I like it, yeah. Well, if you was a snapping one, you could just bite the shit out of them. Yeah, that's... but then you get a sore jaw after yeah. a while. <laughs> that's a lot of snapping, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, a lot, of, snapping, <laughs> a lot yeah. of people to snap. <laughs> a, lot yeah, a lot of people, of people. to snap, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about a tortoise? Why wouldn't you be a tortoise? A bit boring. You're not going to lie. I don't really... Remember the difference. I know there's the difference, but I don't yeah, know I if it's don't. a tortoise or a turtle. Yeah, we're going to stand our lane here. We're not fucking zoologists. We're uh, fit professionals. We'll, 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 uh, we'll leave it there. I think. <laughs> I've just spent the past week looking after three tortoises, funny enough. Oh, fuck off. What? Tortoise why, you, why? Tortoise. One of them's in the sea. I was, uh, I was look, just looking after them for someone, but uh, we stuck them in a the garden and one went missing. <laughs> so is that I'm the one that's in somewhere? In, out on the ground? Well, it's fucking, it's I hope so, otherwise I'm fucking so. <laughs> banning trouble. You can take him out of a tank. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of the just by the sounds of it. I've got to do a search party tomorrow. Oh my God. Just put right. some lettuce yeah. out. They, they, they chomp through serious amounts yeah. of lettuce. I didn't realise how like much lettuce like little tiny tortoises can go through. Jesus Christ. At least it's only like 46p at Asda, you know. We was doing like the wrong thing, like looking to like biological and chemical warfare and scorched earth and stuff like that. We just like let loose turtles or tortoises into like, I don't know, fucking Hellman somewhere, just let them eat the poppy fields, whatever, destroy their infrastructure, their economy. We'd have saved a lot of bother. Fuck Probably not the tirade you want me to go on there, Bill, but there you yeah. go. Tortoise warfare. Uh, thanks for that, Fern. That's, that's the future soldier. <laughs> An army of tortoises. Unleash the tortoise. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen that meme? Uh, you usually find it on like fill your boots and stuff where it's like unleash the mon destroying seagull. <laughs> the mon destroying seagull. Like the mon destroying tortoise. <laughs> I've not seen that, mate. Sounds like I need to see it, though. Sounds good. Right. Oh, this next question's outrageous, Shannon. I do apologise. Very um, inappropriate. God's sake. I'm calling you out again. This is uh, Sam. Um, we've got a few Sams to listen, actually, though, because they normally do pipe in with the uh, the comments. So this one. Do you know who Squat University is, Shannon? Uh, diversity. No, Squat University. Do you know who Squat, Univer- do you know who Squat University is? Oh, the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, so... I, I actually like his stuff. The, well, after this, you won't. The question is... <laughs> How much to show Scott University your feet for analysis? <laughs> How much? Yeah, yeah, to show me your feet for analysis. <laughs> for analysis, you could do, I don't know. That ain't got a price tag, you know. Has <laughs> it not got a price tag, no? I suppose it's how many toes are in frame. <laughs> <laughs> I have got, I call them tingers. I've got. Fingers for toes. Oh, fingers for toes. Not an image I want before bed. (laughs) Tom's going to go to bed for your feet, Shannon. (laughs) As long as it's not the kind of feet where you can open up like a door handle with like... I I probably could if I tried. (laughs) Well, it's old school mansion solid sphere door handles. It's my strong hand, you know? Yeah, that. (laughs) But toes. It's priceless. That's what you're telling me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Scott, you never getting hold of those feet. Okay, well, there you go, I mean, Sam. What does, it, what does he want to do with the photo? Oh, well, he, he, you know what? He, he loves feet, Scott, you. He's always banging on about them, isn't he? 
So um, he'd probably want to, I don't know what he'll do with them. He'll probably turn it into a trainer or something or he'll put it in an infographic. I don't know. You know what he's like. Um, yeah. I mean, whatever <laughs> right. floats his boat, you know. <laughs> right, next one. Well, I like this one. This is, this is an interesting question, actually. A bit of thought required. On an average day, how many pigeons could you reasonably carry without hurting them? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> That's the RFT. That's the new RFT. <laughs> that, is, that is a new... Uh... Yeah. That is a new stand. How many pigeons could you carry without hurting them? Yeah, on an average day. Can, not, can we use equipment? <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the, what's an average day? It's not an average day. You know, a nice chilled Sunday. You're going to oh, take a few pigeons to the local park. To this bill. <laughs> I mean, right. how many... What's the, the... We don't know pigeons' pain threshold. Yeah, well, they might make a bit... They might kick off a bit if they're hurting. <laughs> they might... Is there any one way to find out? <laughs> yeah, is there any one way to find out? Have you got any pigeons nearby, Shannon? Yeah, is there a way we can test this? Brain, so. Oh, that's not very nice. Build a vegan, getting. Oh, I am on the top yeah. floor. There'll probably be some somewhere. Right, let's find um, this out. I feel, I feel like we should go down it. to the scoff house. You'll find. I reckon if you hold them by the feet, you know how you hold wine glasses. Oh, yeah, yeah. In yeah, between okay. your fingers, you could probably hold pigeons' feet. So, what do you reckon? About four, four it in each might hand. Hurt maybe? Him, will it? Three or four, three or four in each. Yeah, four in each, four in each hand. Yeah, that could work. Look at time trying to work it out. <laughs> And you can flip them upside down like you're doing posh bars where you flip them upside they down. They could be pom-poms. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that might hurt them, though. If you start shaking around like a fucking pom-pom. Fucking pigeon's going to go... <laughs> fucking neck's going to break. No, no, no. They've got, they've got small brains. Oh, you really do, <laughs> really going after the pigeon's brains here. Right. Okay, I hope that answered your question there. Um, next one. Oh, this is rude. This is outrageous. Someone's asking, why are you on this podcast? Because I was asked. Well, yeah, simple. Simple answer, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they're trying to get out here. <laughs> As you can see, Shannon, I'll, I'll get our... Uh, Why? What our, makes our, me special? I don't know. I mean, pff, I mean, our audience is obviously a special breed. Um, you know what? Really... I think you're probably looking at this negatively. Yeah, maybe I am. They probably they probably want to like a good, a good... They probably mean it in a nice way, but it, it sounds rude. I don't know, maybe Shannon. Maybe like an existential moment, you know. Maybe why, why are we here? <laughs> I mean, I'll show you this. I'll show you on the camera. They did. They did follow up with some emojis. So if you can see that on the, that's the emojis that were. So I mean that. Oh, can we go that, across that, a little bit? Yeah. That looks a bit more negative. Can you see that? I can see the kiss and the the laughing. Which one's first? The laughing. The face. laughing. Oh, the laughing face. So you see, so you see what I mean? So, so I'm starting to get a bit of negative connotation sarcasm behind this now. That. Yeah, sarcasm. Yeah. So that is. Yeah, I can see why you thought negative. Yeah. Why why are you listening to the podcast, whoever you are? Yeah, why are they yeah, that's a good question. back on you, you fucker. Why are you listening? Right. How dare you? Back on you. We've just lost a <laughs> lost a we've just lost a loyal listener because this person listens quite a lot, I think, so we've just lost them now. Brilliant. Right. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll it's move right. on to the next we one. We can get more, it's fine. Oh fucking hell. So, right. I'm not sure if you heard last week's or seen any videos from last week's podcast, Shannon, but um we had a bit of a BDSM tangent. Um, and the guy who sent the the stuff in last week, he's he's back again. So he wants to know your thoughts on BDSM. We're keeping this train going. Oh, he's back again. <laughs> on what, sorry? BDSM. <laughs> What's BDSM? BDSM. Uh, you know, bondage and that. Second. Tra- oh, he's getting a video. I'm up, not good it? with acronyms and stuff. Oh, okay. What does it even stand for, actually? No, I'm not getting a video up, Bill. Is Wikipedia it in it. It's got to be bondage. Uh, bondage, bondage yeah. discipline, dominance, and submission. <laughs> so, like, what? Join normal 
things. No, just like whip, no whips and chains they, and that. They've pretty much described the army, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. That's, that's fine. Ah, stabbing someone in the balls of like a candle. It depends what on what manner you're using them in. If it's positive reinforcement, it's fine. Stabbing someone in the balls of a candle. <laughs> yeah, okay. Why would stab some, if it's no, positive reinforcing? <laughs> No, you must know. Like, you know, like dominatrix and stuff, Shannon, all like, the, the, the whips and chains and. Whoa, fucking... I'm getting some weird images on Wikipedia. I'm not surprised, mate. Dominatrix? Yeah, that's BDSM, isn't it? All I had was dominatrix. Yeah, that's BDSM, yeah. Oh, what? So that type of stuff? Yeah, that, that type of stuff. That's what okay. What are your I thoughts? D- I don't get the question. He just asked what I your thoughts are on it. What's my thoughts on him? Yeah, what is. I mean, whoever's happy doing whatever they want to do, then go for it. Yeah. Just don't kill someone. Don't take it too far. Good good advice. Yeah, good advice. <laughs> good advice. Knowledge bombs being dropped here. Um we're gonna we're gonna require some more knowledge bombs here, Shannon, because the last question is uh, is deep. Okay, so what were bat well sorry, I'll repeat that. What were barn owls called before barns were invented? Owls. Uh, yeah, I mean it's that fucking simple, isn't it? For fuck's sake, Daniel. If you're gonna ask a question it's like, like that, mate, I can't argue with that logic. Yeah, I mean for yeah. fuck's sake, mate. What sort of question is that? I, I don't know, uh, but you get a pigeon or you get a wood pigeon. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like it's. Yeah, it's just an owl. Fucking what anticlimactic ending is a podcast? Fuck, I'm actually I'm fuming. I'm absolutely <laughs> fuming at that. Stupid. Who fucking comes question. up with these questions? Oh fucking, I don't know, but I'm going to go I'm gonna bed upset now. Questions for your next one. Yeah, you're gonna have to. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, you get sound a bit more excited than that. Fuck's sake. Right. Don't don't be. Scared. I'm. I'm really sad now, so uh, we'll leave it there, Barbara. No, I'm joking, right? Okay, so we'll, uh, we'll f- that is the question. That was all, that was the, uh, the, the the ones that were worth reading, anyway. Um, so I suppose it just leaves us one thing left to do, Shannon. That is thanking you for joining us. Um, and if uh, do you want to share your Instagram, do you want people to follow you? You don't have to. It's up to you. Yeah, it's just my name. It's just Shannon Quickshank. Nothing spectacular. I share lots of videos of my dog and fears. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you guys. Thanks for having me. No, thank you very much. Pleasure talking to you. And you. Been a pleasure and you always. hear him all the way through. I'm really sorry. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, fourth guest. The fourth guest. <laughs> the fourth guest. <laughs> we will see you next week. Bye-bye. As always, thanks for listening. Now, I'm fully aware that whenever we have a guest on, we do tend to get a few new listeners. So if you are a returning listener, thank you for joining us once again. But if you are new, what I'm going to say is I'm going to recommend, I'm actually going to implore you to get stuck into our vast back catalogue because we cover lots of different topics. We've got over 100 episodes now. We've looked at myths, supplements, recovery methods, diets, etc. Um, we've looked at a lot basically. So, you know, hit that subscribe button or follow whatever app you're using, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or one of the other more indie apps out there um, and get involved with that back catalogue. Lots to learn, lots of fun to have, plenty more guests to listen to as well. So yeah, if you are new around here, hopefully you're going to stick around uh, and join us every single week for a brand new episode. So that being said, we will see you next week, same time, same place for a brand new episode. See you soon.